you call me stupid girl, I'll hit you right in the face. <laughs> I just assumed you were going to allude to the garbage song, Stupid Girl, off the album we're doing, Garbage. Oh, hey. What were you thinking? I had nothing. I had no intro oh. whatsoever. <laughs> I've been trying to figure out a good intro for the last 20 minutes, and I had nothing. The best I could come up with is don't mind this garbage on this episode <laughs> of 90s Tunes Podcast. So, Also, we don't condone spousal abuse. I wouldn't really hit Avery. Good, good. I would just get him back in the... Yes, yes. I'd probably just spit in his food. So, with that, and I'm being very disgusted now. <laughs> That's why I said it. Welcome to the podcast, 90s Tunes Podcast with Avery and Lena. We are doing the album Garbage by Garbage. Mm-hmm. And I have to admit, I've heard most of these songs before. Um, most of the songs? Yeah. I think I probably heard the album before because they started to come back to me when I started listening to it. But when I was talking to you about it earlier in the week, usually we don't talk much about this al- much about the album during the week to each other. Yeah. We try not. But I said, and you may have been confused when I said to you, I don't want this to turn into our Nirvana talking about Nirvana the whole time. I would have been confused before I did my research, but I understood where you were No, no, because I was thinking, I got confused by my bands. Oh. And I thought this was Hole with Courtney Love. Oh. So that's why I said it. (laughs) Oh, do you know what I was thinking? Oh, same producer did. Never mind, Yeah. yeah. Okay, I see. I see now. Now we can talk about Nirvana. I don't mind. But like when I was thinking it was Courtney Love and I thought it was whole, I just didn't uh, want it to become a whole Nirvana thing. So I want to. A whole Nirvana thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I will say what um, Garbage is made up of. There was Butch Vig and Steve Marker, who were part of a band called Spooner, I think. And then they also were producers for Smart Station. I can't. Smart Studios. Thank you. I couldn't read my writing. <laughs> in Madison, Wisconsin. Yes. And Duke Erickson joined them producing engineering. Yeah. And they did a lot of albums. They they produced Nevermind. They worked with Smashing Pumpkins. They worked with Sonic Youth, House of Pain. Yeah. So, and what I thought you were going to say is, and then they were so used to that kind of heavy sound that they wanted, when they formed the band, they wanted something a little more pop pop when they oh, formed okay. garbage with Shirley Manson. Oh, okay. Yeah, just a little something, a little more pop. Yeah. But, um, it just definitely had that grunge pop. Yeah, that feel. Too. Yeah. So they saw Shirley Manson. She was in another band called Angelfish and they saw her on an MTV program, um, one of her videos, 120 minutes. She was she's Scottish for anyone yeah. who doesn't know. She came in for a audition. Didn't go well. Called them back. Second time it went well. But she kind of talked to them and they got along well. But Okay. Yeah. So that's how Garbage came to be. And this is their first album, 1995, Garbage. It's the first time I heard this album. Oh. I only knew the radio hits. Okay. Yeah. I recognize the album with the pink feathers. It's very iconic. Yes. I don't know how I didn't. I kind of think I know why I didn't hear it. We'll get into that later. Okay. Well, why not get right into it right well, now? Well, we can now. How did you feel about the album? Um, 
I think this is one of those albums that you have to be in the right mood for. If you want to go back and listen to that grungy type of rock kind of songs, I think I'd have to be in the right mood for it. And I think for me to be in the right mood for this, I think it takes me back to like playing video games or drinking or having those memories with it. Yeah. I, I just couldn't get into it that much. It's kind of funny because I thought to myself before I looked up any re- like did any research, I thought to myself it does kind of remind me of Sonic Youth, which is funny that they worked with Sonic oh, Youth. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, not garbage, but when they were producing, and it made me want more Sonic Youth or more pop. Because <laughs> Sonic Youth is more grungy than this, and someone like Hole say is a little more poppy. I actually I liked the songs that I know from the radio. Only Happy When It Rains, yeah. Stupid Girl, Queer. Yeah. I didn't know any of the other songs. I still can't remember them listening to the <laughs> album all week. I didn't. But it reminded me two things. I was like, oh, yeah, Paranoid is by them. And oh, that's okay, a yeah. new, like, the song that came on one of their next albums. Yeah. And that is a great song. It too. is. And also, I didn't realize that they're on Romeo and Juliet, number one crush, which I love that song. I didn't realize it was garbage. Okay. And I think that's later on. That's later on, too. So I think that they got, somehow their sound became better, but then they didn't really have much after that. They've been performing yeah. and whatever. But. Well, they're still performing. Like, they have some concerts coming up in September, like Mexico City, Brazil, Peru. They only have four dates, but like they're all September, so they and I don't know how I really missed this. I think it was twin twenty eighteen. I should have looked up the year. They toured. This is my Canadian connection with Alanis Morissette for the twenty fifth anniversary of Jagged Little Pill. Oh, and they toured with her back in the day too. But See, I had a different Canadian connection oh. because because we have garbage in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> No. The, one of the producers off that was Howie Weinberg. Okay. And he won two Juno Awards. Oh. And one of them was in 2017. It's a band, uh, Strombellas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Well, I don't know the Strombellas. If it's your first time listening outside of Canada, the Juno Awards are like the big Canadian music Grammys. awards. <laughs> yeah, the Canadian Grammys. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my Canadian connection. I always assumed Shirley Manson was a made-up name. <laughs> I just did because she's kind of dark, and I just thought like, like um, Charles Manson, and I thought, well, Marilyn. there's Marilyn Manson. I didn't think she named herself after Marilyn Manson, but that is her name. <laughs> she sounds like quite a badass, really. Like growing up, she would like there were things like that aren't so cool, like cutting and like glue sniffing. She would often break into the zoo which is kind of <laughs> hilarious to me. Um, she used to work at a department store, but her attitude towards the customers were so was so horrible, they put her in the back, the stock room. Okay. <laughs> she just, yeah, she just seemed to have a chip on her shoulder. Nice. Maybe. Um, I really remember her from the Terminator, Sarah Chronicle. Sarah. Connor Chronicle. Thank you. Do you I remember know. her? She was a Terminator from the sh- TV show. Was she? Yep. Back in, I didn't write the year down, 2012. No, that's just a guess. I don't I don't remember. She was like the boss. I kind of, it's been a while since we watched that show. She was kind of like the boss lady 
that was the Terminator, red hair. I'd have to go back and see a picture of her now. Yeah. I, I don't, maybe you didn't realize at the time. I also love that, I think it was Butch Vig, that he used to play piano, but then after seeing The Who on the Smothers Brothers, he switched to uh, drums, which is kind of interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now that I see a picture of her, I'm like, yeah. I, um, and as much as uh, I didn't really care for the other songs, I do like the radio-friendly songs. They're pretty great songs. They have kind of a great attitude. It is grungy, and it is kind of like a like a grungy sound, like that, like yeah, that kind of I don't I want to say lo-fi almost, but I don't know if that's quite the right, but just like discordant musical instruments. I don't even know if that's the yeah. right term, but do you know what I mean? Like it just sounded like jamming. <laughs> <laughs> But I was surprised I had never heard this. But I would, and I thought to myself, why didn't I hear this? Because I, and then I re, I did realize because they probably weren't grungy enough to go like I would listen to Sonic Youth instead of saying this, but weren't poppy enough, like I said. So that's probably why I didn't hear it. You, your friends must have owned it if you associate yeah. it with video games, because I doubt you would have owned that. Right? No, I don't think I own that at all. Somebody must have. Yeah, but it was. I was surprised how it's their debut album and how big it was. Well, somebody must own it because it sold over two hundred thousand copies <laughs> in Canada. Somebody must. And it did. It did reach um, number twenty-five on the Canadian top albums slash CDs. I know this is a short episode, but there wasn't really a lot to the album that really. It was kind of boring, except for the songs I knew. And even they don't really have the most, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. They don't have the most amazing history or, you know, they're just. Nothing was really bad, but nothing really stood out at the same time for me. Except for that they produced so many albums. Yeah. To produce, never mind, and then start your own band. That's kind of a. Yeah. But that's not about this album. No, but that, but to be in the band and I didn't realize that about these guys. Shall I talk more about Kurt Cobain? No, okay. no we don't need to. <laughs> Are you happy picking this album? Yes, I'm glad I finally heard it. Good, good. I'm, I'm glad I heard it too. I don't know if I'm going to put it in my rotation or anything. No, but I will. Some of these songs will be part of my rotation okay. when I just listen to one song. Although I'm most likely to put Paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's called Paranoid. I, I think I'm Paranoid. I don't yeah. know if it's called that or Paranoid or whatever. I can tell you're sitting on the edge of your seat. So what's our album for next week? We are going to June 18th, 1996, when Beck released his fifth (gasps) album, Odelay. Yes. I always want to choose that one. Always (laughs) wanted to the last couple of months, but I didn't. So I'm glad that you picked something that I was up on my list. Well, I was going to pick a different Beck album, but um, I went with this one instead. I'm glad you didn't. Well, maybe. But yeah, I'm very happy that we're going to listen to this because I'm excited for it. But in the meantime, you guys can listen to Odelay and you can listen on Fridays to 90s Tune. And this week, we're doing Avery's Choice. Mm-bop. Bop. <laughs> By Hanson. By Hanson. So give us a listen.